Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode. It is a bright and sunny Sunday morning here in Pennsylvania. We just had two really freaking cold days, um, but it was honestly kind of nice. We took some long walks in the cold and we were about the only people out and about. Oh God, I got an itch. This microphone picks up absolutely everything, so I'm sure I'll have to edit that out, but yeah, it was really cold, but we took some nice long walks and it was just so nice. It was like an actual look at what winter's supposed to be like, and now the next few days it's going to get back up to the 50s, so cheers to that, except not really because it's so freaking annoying. <laughs> Nick and I are like at our wits end, Nick is especially. He is a big winter guy and he is not happy with this winter one bit. Speaking of Nicholas, um, I need to give him a shout out <laughs> because he asked me to, literally, but I'll just pretend that he didn't and we'll pretend I didn't say that. Shout out to Nick who literally helps me whenever I tell him to help me and goes to the post office for me and picks up my envelopes for me and does all the tasks that I don't feel like doing. So thank you so much, Nicholas. I hope this shout out sufficed. <laughs> Um, anyways, it is, yes, it is Sunday. I have quite a few podcast episodes I want to get recorded today. And by quite a few, I mean two. <laughs> I would be really happy if I could do two. Today is February 5th, so next Sunday is the Super Bowl, and I know for sure I won't be recording a podcast episode, so I need to do it for next week as well. Yesterday, we went to the farmer's market on our walk because... Easton's farmer's market is like diehard and they are always set up no matter the weather so it's amazing but we went down to the farmer's market and there was this business that sells strudels and I didn't even really know know what they were I thought that strudel just meant like I thought that was like a dessert pastry type thing but she had like an immense amount of different flavors of strudels like savory strudels and they had this Super Bowl special so for Philadelphia, which I honestly don't care who wins the Super Bowl, but they had Philly cheesesteak strudels with peppers and onions and then like this homemade marinara sauce and it comes frozen and then all you have to do on the day of the Super Bowl is take it out. You don't even have to thaw it. You just put it in the oven frozen and cook it and it is ready to go. How freaking cool. That's like the perfect thing because I obviously knew I wanted to like do some Super Bowl food, but I knew that I didn't want to like order from any place because it's going to be madness on Super Bowl Sunday. So I saw these and I was like, oh my God, that's perfect. So now I'm going to make a little dip or something also. And then we got another strudel that is, uh, what is it? Apple pecan something, something, something like that. But so we got a sweet one and a savory one. Mm, cannot wait. So I'm excited. But yeah, Super Bowl's next weekend, so I knew I I knew I knew I needed to record two episodes today. And today's episode, without further ado, actually side note, before I get into it, I am like you know how there's like baby fever? I think I literally go through like puppy fever and house fever. Like a couple weeks ago I went through puppy fever and there was a little puppy in Philadelphia that was up for adoption and I just like wanted her so badly, but it didn't work out. I mean, we, like, didn't take any action towards it. Like, it's not like we got 
denied an application like we just didn't apply because it's truthfully not the best time for us to get a puppy anyways so I go through this I go through house fever when I like desperately desperately need to move out of this apartment and into a house and like maybe it's not a fever because it is constant but it just like comes in waves I guess <laughs> and yeah recently I am just like literally looking at houses that are available 24 7 I'm looking all over the state of Pennsylvania on anything that has more than an acre of land because I need land. I cannot, I cannot, <laughs> uh, living downtown has just like seriously changed the way I feel about people and places and my living quarters. And it's just taught me that I need to walk outside and see fields and trees and grass and hear nothing except birds and crickets. Like I am not a downtown gal. I'll tell you that much. I'm glad we live downtown while we're young and we can. Like I'm glad we did it, but oh my goodness, am I ready to be out of here? Like unbelievably ready to get out. But yeah, that being said, I have like I have literally been spending so much time looking at houses because I just daydream a lot. So I set up a plan. Hopefully I can do this, but I've decided like I'm going to pay myself X amount every month and X amount of that X amount is going to go into my house savings account, which I already have set up, but it's very small. And so I'm, my plan is to make a huge dent in it this year so that I can save up to buy a house next year. That's my plan. I mean, obviously Nick is a crucial part of my plan. <laughs> I have to consider Nick. And Nick's also a massive piece as to why we don't have a house yet because his job is like all over the place and we're just not sure where his next destination is going to be. So it's hard to buy a house when you're not sure what the next year is going to even look like. But I am really trying to manifest it y'all like I am manifesting the shit out of a house I need it anyways you okay yeah I went on a little tangent there I apologize now let's get into it also I'm recording this episode from the kitchen because in the winter time my office gets extremely cold and it, my desk is right in front of a window and that window has a really serious draft and it's freaking cold, so I'm in the kitchen, which is fine because I bought Nick a really comfortable chair for Christmas. So I'm cozy. I got the sun shining in. Let's do this for real this time. <laughs> this episode is all about things to do in an off season or a slow season. And boy, do I wish I had more of this time. <laughs> Not literally, but I think everybody's business could use a little TLC no matter how big or how small and I think the off season or slow season is the perfect time to do that. I wanted to um, do an episode on this topic because when I was not as busy as I am now, like when I had fewer clients, these are the things that I was constantly doing when I didn't have client when I didn't have client work to be done. And it honestly just like, they're just, they're small things, but I truly think that they like will help your business, you know, help your processes, help your business just like flow better and just, you know, give your business a little extra, extra. Um, 
yeah, I have a long list created. I'm going to go through this whole list and we're just going to like talk about each little topic and get right into it. So first thing I recommend doing in a slow season is revisit your website. So what I mean by revisit your website is obviously like just go onto your website, read everything, make changes to your communication and to your wording. Like there's always going to be something on your website that you can tweak. So I highly recommend taking a day and just really diving into this and scanning your entire website, making edits, whether they're big or small, maybe you have grammar issues, maybe you, you know, want to change your fonts, or maybe the text is suddenly too hard to read, or the size is too, whatever. Make edits to your website, just refreshing it, give it a nice, better look, because I guarantee, like, the look that you liked six months ago is not what you still like today. So, highly recommend revisiting the website. I'm not telling you to like completely redo it unless you think it needs that, then by all means, off season is the time to do that. But even if they're just small little tweaks, just revisit the website, make sure it's up to date, make sure things still look good, all that jazz. Um, If you have prices on your website, maybe they changed and you need to update your prices. Um, Very important to keep your prices up to date, obviously, that is a very crucial thing people are looking for on your website, especially as service providers. And also, if you have more updated photos of more recent work, maybe you want to swap out some old photos with some new photos. Speaking of photos, if you do use any photos that you received from photographers, like from clients' weddings, make sure that you credit that photographer. Um, The next thing you can do in a slow season is revisit your prices. Always check your profit margins. Make sure that your profit margins are still good, that they're above like 60%. Make sure that if you need to raise your prices to stay profitable, that you are doing that. Just always, always, always revisit profit margins. Extremely important. I would recommend doing this like at least every like three to five months. I feel like with the way things are today and inflation, it's... I I feel like things are just constantly going up so you can it can never hurt to check in with your prices and make sure that you're still profitable so definitely an important task to do even if it's not your off season it's something you should do next thing is batch social media content if you are someone who likes to schedule in advance I personally don't schedule any social media content that's just like not for me, I actually physically enjoy the process or the like interaction or whatever, the involvement in social media. So I don't schedule anything. But if you are somebody who schedules social media content, a slow season is the perfect time to do that. The next thing you could do is photograph work that you did during the busy season. I literally have so many invitation suites that I've like gotten back from the printer I've had to pack a package up immediately and ship to the client like had no time whatsoever to take photos but I still keep a copy for myself and then my print company if you follow me on Instagram you know they give me like a thousand extras of everything so if you have work that you were unable to photograph because you were so busy this would be a good time to do that okay the The next thing you could do, which again, big and small things here, 
is update your email signature. So when I was making this list, I actually stopped and updated mine because it was just looking a little boring to me. And yeah, so I wanted to update it. So what I think you should include in your email signature is a photo, your name, phone number if you chose to be contacted or if you choose to be contacted by phone. I don't, so I don't include mine, but website, social media, and anything um, that might be important for people to know. Like if you're going out of office pretty soon, you could leave your out of office dates. If you have a link to a shop, um, things like that, you can add those in as well. I personally create my email signature in Canva. Like I do a cute little design in Canva and then I just save it as a photo and then in Google you can add photos into your signature. So that's what I do. Another thing you can do in the off season is go through your client process and see what can be updated, improved, or even just slightly tweaked. This is a huge one. I mean, obviously by this point you guys know how passionate I am about systems. So if you are sitting there someday, like wondering what you can do today for your business, then I highly recommend just sitting down and going through your client process from start to finish, making sure it all is very, very seamless still and easy for your clients. And if it's not, if there's room for improvement, make those tweaks, make those, make those adjustments and just really thoroughly go through everything as if you are the client and make sure that it just all works and it all makes sense and that like your instructions and everything is clear. Like you never want to have any confused clients or leaving them wondering like, okay, what's next? So just go through everything, make sure it's seamless and updated. Another thing you can do is update your Instagram highlights. So what I mean by this is like, obviously, you know what the Instagram highlights are on your profile. I would go through and, you know, add new highlights to or new stories to your highlights, as well as delete ones that are like over a year old. Um, it's like so hard to keep up with story highlights, honestly. Like I update mine maybe like once every like three months because I just forget about them. So if you're looking for something to do, that's a small mindless task that can be done quickly. The next thing is organize office supplies. So if you have a physical office space, whether it's just a small room in your house or you have like a massive, you know, warehouse offsite, whatever it might be, update, or I'm sorry, organize things that you've been putting off. So like for me personally in my office, I pretty much have to do like an office reset like every week because as the week goes, I just like throw things around and I never put things back where they actually need to go until my office is like bursting at the seams. And then I'm like, okay, I need to tidy things up. But if there's like a big, you know, shelving unit or something that you've just been neglecting and needs some serious organization, take this time to do something like that. For me, it would be like my envelope organization. I do a pretty good job of keeping them organized, but it just gets to the point where like some are standing up vertically, some are horizontally and like it just looks messy. So I like to just organize that every now and then when I think about it and when I have the time. So just something small. And also it's a huge perk that like after you organize anything, you just feel a lot better and very productive. So that's another bonus of that one. Um, the next thing you can do is design new collections or suites. So if you have a semi-custom collection, 
this is the perfect time to design new sets for that collection. Um, yeah, it just goes, it just goes in itself. I, like, in 2021, was designing a lot of new suites for my invitation shop because I had the time and, yeah, I just wasn't really busy with client work. And now that it's 2023, I have, like, literally hardly had any time to, well, it's February and I have not designed one single new suite, but, well, actually, that's not true. I did the ones with, uh, the hand illustrations for my launch with Be Joyful illustration, um, which I should have mentioned at the beginning of this episode, but anyways, other than those two suites, I haven't designed anything new, and I hardly did in 2022 either, just because I just, like, I'm too busy with client work at this point, but yeah, take advantage of the slow season and design new suites if you have the time, because just create as much as you can. Um, next thing is you can take educational courses if there's like something you've wanted to be wanted. If there is something you wanted to learn, off season is obviously the right time to do that. So whether this is like taking a course on like social media or Pinterest or email marketing or I don't know, systemizing your business or Dubsado, whatever the course is that you've had your eye on, highly recommend doing that in a slow season. Um, there's also like a ton of educate or free education out there. So like YouTube and Google, obviously blog posts. If there's just any topic that you've been like struggling with, take this time to educate yourself on that topic and clear things up. The next and my favorite is read business books. There are like a, you know, obviously an unlimited amount of business books out there. And I have really, really learned so much from business books. I was really into reading business books last year and that like completely transformed my business. Again, right now I'm just kind of too busy with client work to be able to do this, unfortunately, but highly recommend business books. I have an actual, um, I have an Instagram highlight on my Instagram account that is books that I have read and enjoyed and what I think about them all. So if you're looking for a good business book, check out <clears throat> check out that Instagram highlight for all of my recommendations. Next thing, and this is personally something that I need to do like today, is write and schedule emails for your email list. So whether you send out an email every week, every two weeks, every month, whatever it may be, the off season is a really great time to batch that content, design those emails, schedule them, and just, you know, get it out of the way. I, like I have mentioned before, normally have somebody that writes my emails for me, but she is on maternity leave, so I need to get my shit together and write some emails because I have been slacking on that, and yeah, it's unfortunate, but I gotta do what I gotta do. The last thing that I recommend doing in the off season is participating in styled shoots. Obviously, this is totally up to you. I don't personally do these anymore, but when I was just getting started, those were like the best things I could do for my business. So if you have the time and the resources and there's some styled shoots happening in your area, I highly recommend reaching out to find out how you can participate and get involved in those. I say that this is a good off-season task because they do take a lot of time and you're typically not getting paid for this time or re or um, product or anything. So I just say off-season because it typically takes a decent amount of time and 
you don't want to take away from the time that you have for like your actually actual paying clients and things like that. So really great off season or slow season task. And yeah, those are, those are the, um, recommendations that I have of things to do during a slow season. These are all things that even me at this point in my business could probably go down this entire list and do all of them. It's just like once you get going and once you like get enough clients to stay busy, it's really truly difficult to keep up with the things that got you where you are in the first place. So I think it's important to just remind yourself that that's what these tasks are. Like they're all very important pieces to your puzzle and your puzzle really doesn't work or doesn't really look great without these pieces. So keep that in mind. Make these little small tasks a priority if you can. And yeah, just roll with it, do it, do what you got to do to make your business thrive. Okay, that's all I have for you guys. I will be back next week for an episode about how I onboard my new invitation clients. Peace out.